Hi there, welcome back to the I Am Enough podcast. So thank you so much for all the lovely messages. I have the impression that I really want to share with you my gratitude over and over again because it really inspires me and empowers me to continue when I hear that what I am producing or creating resonates with you and it touches your heart. And um, so thank you deeply for that. And another great feedback that I have received is that um, you want to hear more actual stories of actual people. And that's a fantastic, fantastic insight. So my invitation here right now, whenever you feel you would like to know about a certain topic or you generally have some input and feedback, how you want to make the show more valuable or um, yeah, just more creative or something that in interests you, please drop me a line. I am so grateful for that. Honestly, I'm welcoming this feedback with open arms because again, it's about us. It's not about me, whatever I believe um, is important, but I really want to immerse in this co-creative um, yeah, process with you. And I can only do that if you also give me some guidance or some, some insights, what you want to hear and what would make sense from your side. So having said this, an actual story um, that is present or is alive right now within me that I would love to share with you and by the way I would love actually have started inviting people for a longer deep dive to the podcast so um, to cover different topics that I would love to share with you so stay tuned for that so more actual stories hopefully also in these conversations but a story that I would love to share with you right now being more personal is what I have observed today of myself and so so to give you context right so my partner is out of house because he's celebrating his first 30th birthday uh, with a beautiful brotherhood gang um, out in the woods um, for a couple of days. That's just like a place where we genuinely love to go for us um, as a couple, but also to bring more people out there to have retreats or just, you know, personal um, escape moments from the urban environment. So I'm really happy that they're having this um, this time there. And in the meantime, I was thinking, well, I want to take more initiative again to create sisterhood circles or to create sisterhood gatherings. I was doing this some time ago, especially when I was living in Vienna, and then I started to travel or when we give up our flat. Obviously, that kind of disappeared, or not obviously, like at least in this like physical, geographical form, it disappeared. And I was like, huh, I really want to create more virtual and physical space for amazing women celebrating their beauty and power and opening up like a space for healing and sharing and play and love and see whatever we co-create together. So my idea was um, to kick off, kickstart this with a sisterhood brunch you know, it's um, for me, it's also a learning process how to create space for me, like buying flowers for me was usually, it's, it's very an unusual process because I have this deeply imprinted belief that I need to 
like somebody else needs to buy me flowers or give me flowers so kind of I don't allow it myself to receive or to give this gift to myself and yeah like the whole process of putting candles on candles on I mean like I do it um, for other occasions but it's learning to really also create a physical space where this emotional experience can unfold and what I have observed with myself and it's a very scary pattern that just shows me how I'm no matter like what I'm doing, I'm back at this young version of myself who thinks she's not enough and um, other people are not willing to spend their time with me. So there was this time when I was starting to prepare and, you know, I'm kind of a chilled person, like said, come to this between this and this time and there is no rush or something. I mean, it's weekend. So... Even like 15 minutes before the actual official opening of my doors to my house, to my place, what I observed is this voice in me telling somehow, you know, nobody will come. Um, they will find excuses. They will probably, if you open up your WhatsApp or Facebook, you will find messages um, that's you know like it's last minute cancellation because of whatever blah 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 but the truth is you are not liked um, you don't have friends you don't deserve friends it's not interesting that people spend time you, with you and you're not uh, like a high priority for others so that scares the shit out of me because I am very familiar with this voice I have experienced this voice for years honestly years day after day and it's very uncomfortable and even at my um, birthdays I have this very very strong reaction I think it's getting multiplied at my birthdays because like I'm in the center of attention if it's something else like you know another gathering another um, even a gathering that I host it's not that personal and right now, even talking to you, I realize that my birthday is just another arena or another mirror of my feeling of not enoughness, my feeling that I'm not worthy of, um, yeah, people liking me, um, sisters, brothers who want to spend time with me, who believe I'm their friend, who want to support me and empower me. And I feel usually so depressed at my birthday, so shortly before, and I since since the last two birthdays because i had beautiful help from one friend who is like she's doing crazy birthday parties and celebrations and for her it's so beautiful how she's creating the space for herself and others she really inspired me with that and also i had this personal reflection that wow this is something that i do not want consciously to experience and i understand it's a learned mechanism and pattern so i need to dissolve it somehow because I do enjoy celebrating birthdays with other people, but my birthday, when I am in the spotlight, I mean, that scares the shit out of me. Because I'm I'm afraid of disappointment. I'm afraid of rejection. This this is what it is. I'm afraid of rejection. So today I experience exactly the same stuff. And I don't know if you can relate to that, but honestly, this voice is coming up and telling me, like, nobody will come. Like, being really mean to me. And... I mean, like, the way how I'm dealing right now that I'm observing this and I am seeing it for what it is, just uh, 
an opinion, like, you know, and um, nothing more, nothing less, just an opinion that one previous version of myself have created, and I don't need to believe this opinion, like, similar with every other person on the streets, everyone is entitled to have their own personal subjective reality and opinion, but does it really mean I have to believe everything we say? No, like, I'm here experiencing my own stuff, so... I see myself kind of in this this manner, so I'm just ex like ex experiencing it, see it from an eyebird perspective. And again, I'm not claiming that it works out like you know very smoothly. Of course, like first thing is I notice my heart rate, and like you know, kind of you know when this fear of rejection is manifested in in your body, like it feels so dense in my chest area, and what happens then? and would love to hear if any one of you experienced something similar, is this feeling, or this another story which is coming up, which is a self-protection mechanism, I believe, where I'm telling myself, well, it's better anyways, hopefully they will not come, because then I can enjoy this myself, and it's better because, you know, like I'm anyway in a mood where I didn't have so much sleep the last couple of weeks, I can relax, I can read, I can find time for myself. So I'm kind of downplaying the whole thing. And uh, speaking of this out loud, it sounds a bit crazy. I, I get it. Um, but basically, what's I believe what's happening within me is um, that I, I I feel like, you know, if, if I downplay it or like find kind of this way of justifying it, it doesn't hurt so much. So I'm literally, I'm afraid of the pain. I'm immediately trying to find another story which is comforting my pain. And that all draws me, draws my attention away from this hurt child, you know, this, 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 this young child that I see myself, like this young version who immigrated first to Slovakia, learned English, went to an American school, then year after immigrated to um, Austria, went there to school, didn't know the language. I was lonely the, f uh, the first months because I simply could not communicate with my, my classmates. And while others, I don't know what others were doing actually when they were kids, but I remember specifically when I was in school, so in German it's called Vorschule, it's uh, the age of nine, I came to Austria. Um, in the evening I was opening up the books with my mom and um, learning, I don't know what we had, history or anything else, like first translating it into Russian, for those who don't know, I am born in Russia, I'm, I'm, I went to school for one, one year in school in, in Moscow. So first we translated into Russian, then my mom underst understood it, and then we trans like it kind of like through this I learned German. So it took like maybe a couple of months and then I could speak it the language and communicate. But I still like the feeling was still there that somehow yeah, I'm not part of that. I'm not part of others. i I felt excluded. I just wanted to play and I was I, I was and I am still like a person. I, I I love human interaction. I love deep connection. I love playfulness. I love when we're together. And when this need is not met, and I remember this pain as a kid, I think it was horrible. And then in my school and later on, even though I spoke already German, I kind of started believing the story that I don't know, I don't need other people, right? Like I'm a, you know, I can do the shit myself and so whatever. Some kind of the story became more and more vivid 
and made more and more sense to protect me maybe from the pain or something. It's It feels like a memory of a memory of a memory. But what I do remember is this pain of being rejected, especially when in the school, um, I remember this one scene when when there was a girl who had a birthday party and she had, I think, sweet cards for everyone to invite um, them to the her birthday party and she gave to everyone this card apart from me and for me like I knew what was happening I didn't understand completely the language but I I mean like kids are not stupid right so I understood what was going on and then she, I was really sad I think either was in tears but like I I was crushed my heart was crushed I just wanted to connect and have friends and then she recognized my pain and she invited me without the cards to her birthday party. And I was uh, playing it very cool. But I specifically remember, you know, I wanted to confront her somehow, but on the other hand, I couldn't. And then what should I say? Like, you know, why didn't you invite me to your birthday party? But this pain, I mean, that was unbearable. And I've, I really... I don't know if this is entirely where this whole thing started and it doesn't really matter to really figure out this the zero the zero moment when when the pattern emerged or a version of yourself emerged and it really doesn't matter but I am while speaking to you I just realized um, that really hurt me and this mechanism this protection mechanism of playing it down and this strong fear of being rejected is present to this very like to this very moment and while well I I have beautiful connections I have beautiful people I connect with and authentic relationships and or I I perceive as authentic relationships in many different forms this girl in me is is alive she's here she's scared and it's hard to to I'm, I'm learning how to help her to feel safe and feel loved and feel uh, welcomed. It's a process. It's a process and it's definitely not over and that surprises me. Uh, when, I, when I see this version or I see this, this op- when I hear this opinion, this her talking or another part of me talking which is taking over, which is downplaying the side. So, um, yes, not really if like it's for me it's difficult to share this this childhood's memories also being rejected as an immigrant not feeling connected um it led to hold the thing of um really neglecting this this russian roots identity w- which was there like i remember how i specifically this decided that i don't want others to know that i'm an immigrant i don't want them to know that i am born in russia that my parents speak russian that i speak russian that i'm not from here i didn't want that i felt really really ashamed of that and um, there was a difficult time um to to, for, for me and um it took some time to start integrating this Russian roots again back to my to my identity. So it's interesting how things are leading, like like one thing leads to another, and how this child is still present in me. And yes, this fear of rejection, not being part of the cool kids, I think this this has a lot to do, like you know, not seeing your own worth and beauty and and aliveness and greatness. And while I know that many people who listen or meet me sometimes 
or at least for a brief moment, hopefully see maybe very a lot of good things that I'm open, confident and um, interact in the, from a hard space most of the time with other people. I just want to let you know that I am as you, like I haven't figured out everything. I'm just learning how to navigate through this human experience and I'm scared, I have fear, I have um, wounds and they're present. It's not that they're gone. I just learned at some point to like to manage some things better. Other things are still like out of control or not the way how I would like to have them. And it's a life journey, it's fine. Like wherever you are right now, it's beautifully fine. And for me, sharing with you, especially this, this parts where I felt neglected, um, as a child where I felt I have no friends and I really didn't want to engage in, in I wanted so deeply human connection but didn't know how as a kid I can create these interactions um, it's it's hard to share because um, that's kind of the unsexy part I want to think of myself that I have figured out shit and I have been the school kid and some part of me just believes it's not true I felt isolated, I felt disconnected, I felt um, I'm not cool, I'm the immigrant, I'm the outsider, and that's an uncomfortable feeling even now to look at consciously. So yes, that was it. That was my reflection on this fear of rejection. I would love to hear if anything what I have said resonates with you and what's your... Um, what's your relationship with that especially with other people so drop me a line record me a voice message write me on my social media at alisa eresina i am really thrilled hearing from you it's as i said in the beginning it gives me a lot of energy and i'm just so thirsty for conversation so beloved ones see you soon have a wonderful day see you at another episode